Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. I'm Sophie. And this is Jasmine. And, and this today, is all that you get this week. Yeah, we were about both announced. Toby is busy living her best lavish life, and so it's just going to be Jasmine and I today um, in a little mellow, low-energy, calming podcast because it's a Sunday, and here in the state of Kansas, it's been raining for 40 days and 40 nights, basically. Mm-hmm. It has been a tsunami of uh rain and it just makes everyone sleepy and tired and my baby hairs will never recover because it's so humid (laughs) (laughs) no I feel that and again it's the vibe of Sunday you know it's the end of our day for us recording here but you know we're hoping to do a 3-3 podcast next week with everyone so um thank you for all of your cooperation everyone um but yeah this week you just get Soph and I and we really want to touch on um just Kind of, kind of continuing on from the stuff that we've been watching, you know, with COVID from uh, last month's episode with Toby and Soph, we really, we really want to highlight um, kind of the uproar of celebrity documentaries that have come up in the recent decade, I would say. Right, Soph? Yeah. Well, because we're, you know, we're sitting here trying to think of like what to talk about. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just watched the Paris Hilton documentary and it was the craziest thing. I have seen television wise in a really long time. Like it's so eye opening um, of literally these, and like she's like the OG influencer and she's been in the limelight for a long time. And she's really curated an image that we only see. Like she only allows us to see a certain thing, a certain person, a certain idea, a certain, a certain creature that she's created. And for her to open up for the first time about like the, horrors that she has encountered with her boarding school and just like her past trauma and stuff is the most insane thing and it makes me wonder like who what else or who else um has had these past traumas that we'll never know about because that's not Mm -hmm. their brand it's not on brand for them Right. Well, and again, like you've said, especially in the instance with Paris Hilton, is she's always been in the limelight as like this happy-go-lucky, just like fun, you know, party girl heiress, like living life, always living lavish, always like top of the world, you know, like the life of the party. And um, to really be able to see a more uh, a more vulnerable traumatic side to her um, was really eye-opening because again it's like you truly don't know what people are going through and um, I, I I love Paris Hilton I've been Paris Hilton was like my OG reality star that I love like I always say that Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie raised me the simple life was everything for me and yeah. um, I don't know it just it was really crazy to hear about you know her life and what she was going through when she was when, when we when she was in the media you know like being portrayed as this like life of the party, living it up girl, but like to really understand the traumas and the depths of what she was dealing with um, behind the camera was, you know, really, um, really insane. And, you know, really, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, uh, I, I say that like documentaries now, especially 
they're becoming more popular in pop culture, mm-hmm. especially with celebrities and influencers to do, because I think it gives us, you know, a more real life, uh, relatable perspective to them. And I'm, I'm really proud of someone like Paris Hilton for, you know, taking her platform after sharing her story to, to now be a part of the movement, you know, to um, reprimand these institutions that are traumatizing, exploiting, you know, children, and um, just really, you know, setting the tone of, you know, we're like moving forward, like you're going to see more than just the curated celebrity. Right. Well, it also it makes me think like, uh, we just put these celebrities on, on such a pedestal and truly we only see what they want us to see. Mm-hmm. They have all the power to um, filter our, filter the audience. Like they only show us what we want to see. So you have, we idolize these, these celebrities and these influencers and we're obsessed with them to a point where we dehumanize them, I mm-hmm. think a little bit. And mm-hmm. now they're coming out with, yo, I'm a human that's had some fucked up shit that's happened to me in the past before. Um, yeah. And it, it can it brings them, not necessarily brings them down, but I think it grounds us, our image and how we see them. Yes. Like this per and the end, which is also with Paris, she's just um, an heiress, truly. Like the Hilton mm-hmm. family is the ginormous, <laughs> right? And they sent her to this boarding school that, long story short, the boarding school was doing terrible things to these kids for people that mm-hmm. haven't, that haven't heard the story. So Paris Hilton was like 17 or something and was sent to this boarding school where they were putting her in isolation. They were detaining them. They were giving them medication and all that kind of stuff. Basically sedating these children. And luckily Paris was only there for a year because when she was 18, she was able to leave, but she's held on to this trauma um, of of being kidnapped and um not necessarily feeling safe and she has like a lot of trust issues and her family relatively a didn't know or if they did know they didn't do anything about it and then she came Mm -hmm. out with this documentary and it's like you know the audience is like oh my gosh Paris speaks in a different voice she's not this glitzy glamorous human she's battling a lot of these past traumas but Paris told the way that we see now is a direct result of the boarding school that she went to because they were putting her in isolation and she was like the only thing that made her survive was like having this fantasy of who she was going to be when she got out mm-hmm. granted she had a lot of resources and opportunities to fulfill those fantasies that she had and and that's who we see now with Paris Hilton and in this documentary um when we say it's eye-opening it's truly eye-opening because you hear Paris Hilton talk the way that she actually talks yeah her and real voice like, yeah her real voice and she's like a tomboy and mm-hmm. it's crazy because she really turns it on and off and yeah. it, it's so normalized for her and I'm thinking I'm like okay I understand like I need to I like to fulfill roles for people and like the way that I act with like some of my friends versus how I hang out with my parents or whoever like obviously there's, there's going to be different but she for real is like I'm personal I'm here this is how I talk this is how I am Mm-hmm. and then in 30 seconds the elevator door shuts and she's just like normal that's nuts and it also makes me think I mean this is going to sound real crazy this is going to sound real crazy but could that potentially be a little bit of a disorder 
Yeah, well, and but I almost feel like too, like being a celebrity um, is like you. It's like, especially I've 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 learned this with like influencer culture and YouTuber specifically. Is there's definitely like there's a grander version of yourself that you have to show on on like on camera to make you mm. interesting and to bring in you know a viewing and audience. Like I think I think as humans, you know, we all are pretty boring. Like honestly, any like like we've seen in the era of. YouTube and vloggers and documentaries and docu-series is it's like humans we essentially are really boring but if you know how to like like portray it and live it up a little bit on camera you know you can really you know you can really make yourself entertaining and enticing to watch and so Mm. um I think just naturally celebrities and influencers have like a different version of themselves that we see on that we see like on camera in the mainstream media versus who they really are as people um and you know I'm sure there are some people that blur those lines and to have more relatability aspects I mean okay like think about it we've had this debate before about Harry Styles how like the Harry Styles that we see now post One Direction is way more um it's way more private in terms of like his personal life like we're like we're no longer getting intimate details of his family and what he's doing behind the scenes like we're really seeing a focus and I think it was intentional of his public image to to just be this solo you know singer celebrity like he, he's redone his whole look he's he's completely re-elevated his stage presence and who he is and who he's presenting himself to be um you know in the mainstream media and so I think just intentionally there is um there is like a separate personality and a separate person that is shown to us um uh, but again you sure. know we're, we're very privy to celebrity docu-series you guys or documentaries you guys have heard us talk about the One Direction um documentary over like at least 50 times on this podcast of course like never say never with Justin Bieber and again Mm. I think it's I think it's now like it's people are seeing it as an opportunity to take back their narrative and like take back like um you know who they're portrayed as and to really give a more intimate insight into you know them as humans beyond just the star that we know sure because I think we obsess with and as a society, we're obsessed with intimacy and we want to know everything. And that's why I'm thinking like maybe mm-hmm. it's a little bit of an identity disorder because they can truly be two different beings in one body, which is Absolutely. a lot. And I think it can be really, it can be really exhausting, but we're obsessed with intimacy and we want to know every little detail about somebody. And mm-hmm. having a docu-series or a documentary on them doing mundane things yeah we are obsessive over it like obviously they eat food and they take naps and they go to the store you know like that's like a thing Mm -hmm. they online shop they use amazon just like everybody else but for some reason since they're on this pedestal and we only see them in certain uh settings and environments we obsess with what is it like when they just do normal things and then it surprises us yeah like so they're gonna do this stuff but I don't know we just think so that we just idolize these celebrities and they, you know, they they must walk around and six inch Louis Vuittons every day like that's how we look absolutely oh yeah and I mean it's I know it's kind of shitty because like when it comes to like that lifestyle of being a celebrity and being an influencer the public really does feel entitled of your time and your energy like that like the public really feels the fact that you owe them you know to constantly be pumping out content you know engaging with them connecting with them really sharing your whole life and I think I think like again a documentary um and why they've become so popular in the last decade is it it's that one medium 
where they can have you know complete control of like what else is being shown outside of just like the celebrity in the mainstream media um and I and I think too like I it's it sets a tone of like the people that like the the market that cares enough to watch this and like to whether whether it's like people that are rooting for them or rooting against them the market that truly mm. cares to watch this documentary or this docu-series on my life is true like it's truly the market that like I need to focus on moving forward you know I feel like I feel like the like not that not that their careers change but it's it's almost it's like you know like after once the documentary is premiered and once it's been seen it's like it's always referred to with Paris Hilton for example like we always now like in some conversation in some capacity that documentary is brought up again you know moving forward with anyone that talks about her and so I think I think one it like uh, it gives them like more control of like sharing those most those, those more intimate details that the public feels entitled to know but then also it's like it does set up like a tone for them and like moving forward like this is a market that really only matters to, you know, that like, if anything happens after this, it's like the people that genuinely care or the people that watch that and that's who you have to focus on. No, I'm here with you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just as a consumer and like, we're obviously fangirls at heart. So like the more that I can get information on someone, like obviously I'm going to do it. Absolutely. I, I'm going, I'm going yeah. to dive into it. And, you know, it was funny, like watching the Paris Hilton one, you know, we could we could think of like the simple life as like reality TV and maybe even a little bit of a docu series, but that was a mm-hmm. mistake too. So yeah, you know, maybe we. I think the Paris Hilton documentary that just came out, not maybe just came out, maybe like a year ago or so. Even mm-hmm. though I just yeah. watched it, I think that's probably the a true authentic version of how she is on a day to day. I don't know. I think it's, it's crazy. There was like a scene in there where she has like 17 MacBooks. I'm like, yes. what are you, like we, like if she's not even close to the 1%, like this, it's just crazy to me. Like I was just seeing like, this is how like truly like rich people live. Like that's just, right. it's just nuts. Yeah. Like I, I, and also you're like, what do you need 17 for? But Hey, teach their own, you know, she's Paris Hilton. She can do what she wants. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love a good documentary on people on people that, you know, I admire and follow. Like, for example, you guys know that I um, I think I think last year when the Travis Scott uh, documentary came out, the Look Mom, I Can Fly on Netflix came out. It The one scene that actually like that I really connected with was the scene where he heard no bystanders, like the finalized version of it like finally um like Mm. cleared and ready to go and I just remember how hyped like everybody in the room was and that and like seeing that on camera for me has has always since then completely changed the way that I listen to that song now you know like I really like I really value now like the the energy and the like the momentum and what that song is supposed to give off like the vibe that it's supposed to give off I really value it now knowing you know how hype and excited Travis was to like finally have a like a clear final version of it. Um, another one of my favorite you know celebrity documentaries that I watch is the Alexander McQueen documentary. Um, you know it's it's really it, like even like his, you know his passing was was devastating to the world and really devastating to the fashion industry. Um, just because you know like losing an a, an amazing incredible talented eye like that, but. Um, just to really get like an intimate insight on like the way of his like the way that his world was created and the way that his vision came to life like again it, it like seeing it really I, I think another like uh, like another 
upside to documentaries is it gives people the opportunity to appreciate the art even more you know really seeing people put their craft together and like the mm. energy and the love and the time that goes into it you really you know start to value like the, the art form itself outside of it I'm with you I still haven't seen um the Travis Scott one but I know when it came out mm-hmm. everybody and their mom was watching it oh yeah like it was it yeah, was that- a big deal I think if I like had to pick a, a celebrity docu-series I or documentary the um 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 um, um Demi Lovato one the most recent mm-hmm. one where she's like talking about her like relapse with meth or oh, it was gosh. or heroin or something it was a serious super serious drug that's just bonkers that is crazy yeah I she's super authentic she is she's bringing her friends and everyone she's giving people a platform to tell their side of the story I mean it just it's really brave it's very mm-hmm. brave I mean it's really it's a it's um it's a lot as a viewer and I think she's just like fuck it mm-hmm. <laughs> why not and you know what I think she's doing it truly for her fans absolutely is, yeah yeah well because whether you're a Demi Lovato fan or not like it is hard to ignore the um it is hard to ignore the like noise about them. I just, I did, mm-hmm. I did just learn that Demi Lovato um, has confirmed their pronouns to they, them. So uh, if, you know, if we accidentally misgender, major apologies, still getting used to that. Um, Interesting. But, I did not know you know, that. Yeah, no, but I learned, it, it's just crazy. Cause it's like, no matter, you know, I, I can understand why, you know, they wanted to do that documentary, especially for, you know, for the sense of like, just the constant noise that's always going around about, you know, their career and, and the experiences that they've had in the past and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I, I, again, like that's, that's a prime example of like, the, like making a documentary for a demographic that truly matters and who you truly care about. And moving forward, the people that you need to worry about, you know, are the people that took the time to watch that and to really hear your side of the story. Right. And when I was watching it, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's finished. I think it's it's on it's on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's well, maybe like a six part series, and I don't know if it's all released or not. Um, but Demi Lovato, you see, you don't even have to be a Demi Lovato fan to like appreciate the organic nature of the documentary because it shows the ins and outs of an addict, the ins and outs of an addict in a, being a celebrity. Um, yeah of the ins and outs of being a recording artist and management and um, a little bit of like childhood trauma of just being in Disney and being in the limelight a lot Um, absolutely she really opened up and she's being an advocate for sexual assault um, Mm -hmm. for addiction purposes I mean it's it's as a viewer it's a lot to watch um, Mm -hmm. but you can really appreciate um, where where she's where she was at and where how far she's come, mm-hmm. and she's so yeah. honest about like you know, I she basically was like you know this happened over a year ago that's not like the last time that I touched drugs and you know she's just she's being completely honest about her journey, um, which when we I feel like looking at addiction documentaries and it's like let's watch a documentary about Skid Row and like the epidemic of like our opioid crisis. It is not like, <laughs> it's funny, it's like more educational than it is like experience and narrative based. 
Well, yes. it's very statistic heavy. Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is scary, but it's also like it's not realistic. Like she's telling her story, and I think that's a great representation. Because at the end of the day, representation matters, regardless if it's good representation or bad representation, it matters. And it's also really well made. I would like to put that out there. Yeah, the story is great. It's well made. I love the angles that they be working with. They got good cameras. They got good microphones. It's a production. Hell yes. Because I hate I that thing when it's just like someone's recording it off of like a microwave. And I'm like, no. Where's the budget? iPhone 4. Yeah. Where's the budget? Where's the budget? But yes, we, we've highlighted a little bit on our, our document. And now we're going to be, able, we're going to create our own documentary, which we should. Ours is, ours is in the process. Again, um, we have been inspired to do some screenwriting, you know, once we've told you guys the story about One Direction and our, and our, and the concert in St. Louis. And yeah, no, I think the weekly vacay where there will definitely be a docu-series coming up on us. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you, if anyone knows any videographers, producers, any cinematographers, let us know. We, again, we, we have high standards now. We have high standards, especially after watching all these great documentaries. Um, again, it's just been what else we've been binging for the, for the last year, you know, with COVID and life being what it is, being cooped up in our houses. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, and when, especially when like life wasn't, like there was nothing going on, like life wasn't happening. It was like nice to see, like, it was nice to like dive into somebody else's life, you know, mm. even, even if it was like mm-hmm. filmed prior to COVID, it was just like nice to just to dabble into that. Yeah. And you feel a little closer to them. Weird, weirdly yeah. enough, you feel a little closer exactly. to Exactly. Idols. These people that we exactly. put onto the stage, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so what have you been listening to recently? Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's do music. I now. haven't really been like listening to a lot of music. Um, but I've been listening to this podcast called Sibling Rivalry. And it's okay. two drag two drag queens. It's Bob the Drag Queen, who won, mm-hmm. I think, season A of RuPaul's Drag Race, and then Monet Exchange, who won season three or four of all stars yes um, yes 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 and they are just so fucking funny and with this weather that's and not kidding it's really been raining here for like three and a half weeks it's ridiculous oh yeah no yeah and i've been driving i've been driving a lot because i've been volunteering a lot for the vaccine clinic because you know i'm trying to like do my best to make sure that we can all get back to normal sometime soon so I've been mm-hmm. volunteering a lot and I have to drive a lot and so I've been listening to this podcast and they're just so funny and they're just so, like when I when it's we they say it's unscripted it is not scripted um the only and, and it's just it just it's a little bit of an escape and they talk about everything they talk about drugs and what it's like to be a drag queen in New York City versus LA um they have they I just listened to one about they had Patrick Starr on um, and they just, you know, they're just really good interviewers and they're uh, good hosts. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been listening to them. And sometimes it's just like n- nonsense, but um, that's what I've been listening to. Cool. Very cool. Um, I, I am on train with TikTok right now. I've been listening to Miss Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You on loop. Um, it definitely had to grow on me, but I love it. I love her energy. I think um, I, I I made a TikTok the other day that was like, 
you know, being 25 now, I'm trying to do work um, on my emotional healing and like my, and like my trauma, like with relationships and stuff. So, you know, I've really been, I've been really been putting an effort to do that. And I, but I said, I was like, if, but if this song would have come out when I was younger, <laughs> so many people would have been in trouble. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's honestly the only song I've been listening to. I've list, I've been loving um, Love Race by Machine Gun Kelly and Kelly and, and Kelly Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, the, that that's the feature's name. Um, what else? Yeah, uh, save, the Save Your Tears uh, remix with uh, The Weeknd and Ariana Grande. Love that mm-hmm. as well. That's good. But yeah, that that those have been those have been my three main loops of the for the last you know few weeks or so. Um, but yeah, that's all that I can really think of in terms of what we've been listening to. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in and listening. Uh, you, you guys all know the drill like and uh like the or no review and subscribe to the podcast i'm like what i'm like what are we talking about here all, us, all of our social medias you can visit our page the weekly vacay um and yeah w- let's see uh oh also you should you guys should send us an email at the weekly vacay at gmail.com and let us know if there's any celebrity documentaries that we need to be watching um yeah. but yeah yeah, you guys know the vibes. Thank you again all so much for listening. We love you. Ilya Milly, have a great week. We'll see y'all. Or we'll talk to y'all soon. Hang in there if you're in Kansas, because I'm pretty sure it's going to rain for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, anyways, I'm Sophie. And I'm Jasmine. And you've been listening to The, the Weekly <laughs> Bacon. Bacon. But I think yes. we have an outro. We do. We do. So you guys get to hear that again. Hear that struggle again. Much love. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm Sophie. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Toby. And you've been listening to the, the Weekly Bacon. Bacon.